Good evening, and welcome to Top Growth. If you live in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, transportation is top of mind, especially with the explosive growth in various industry sectors, creating congestion and traffic, and with more and more people using our public transportation system to commute. And while we often read and hear about changes that are needed to improve transportation, we do not always have the opportunity to highlight those success stories that are making a positive impact on both the economy and our quality of life for both business and pleasure. But in tonight's episode, we are once again highlighting air travel in the region, and we are so pleased to shine a bright light on the continued success of Worcester Regional Airport. Since the Massachusetts Port Authority, or Massport, took ownership of Worcester Regional Airport from the city of Worcester, it has invested over $100 million to improve air travel options to quickly become another gateway to the world. This airport continues on a trajectory of success with three commercial airlines, including JetBlue, American, and Delta, offering daily flight service to New York, Philadelphia, Detroit, Orlando, and Fort Lauderdale. And now more than ever before, there is another strong option for travelers to choose Worcester Airport when making business or personal travel plans. And as the airport nears the celebration of the sixth year since the inaugural JetBlue flight in November of 2013, and as it approaches a huge passenger milestone, we are so delighted to welcome Worcester Regional Airport Director Andy Davis back to Top Growth to update all of our viewers on the many reasons why the airport is growing and thriving and to learn what's in store for its future and to discover why more and more people are using the airport today. Andy, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you here because you have been a wonderful guest for Top Growth in the past and helping to really enlighten the region on the asset of Worcester Regional Airport. And today, what I'm hoping is that you can really shed more light on the happenings at the airport and the growth and expansion, its contributions to the economy, which have been really tremendous over the last couple of years. But even more specifically, Massport has made over a hundred million dollars investment into the airport, into the region. Can you share with our viewers what specifically those dollars have gone to contributing to? Absolutely. We, we purchased the airport from the city of Worcester 10 years ago and that hundred million dollars has been uh, invested over the past 10 years. Previous to uh, the, uh, the purchase of the airport, we did operate the airport, uh, Massport did, on behalf of the city of Worcester, but we couldn't make those investments. Now we can, and those dividends are starting to pay off, which we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, basically what we did was made significant investments to ensure the reliability, to improve the reliability of the airport. The biggest ticket item was a $30 million investment in a new Category 3 instrument landing system which basically will allow airliners to come in in pea soup fog. I won't get into mm -hmm. the technical details, but with the airport being at 1,000 feet above sea level, we had, tend to have weather, low visibility conditions, and this eliminates that problem now. So the airlines are much more reliable today, and that is actually the dividends that are being paid off is we're starting to turn heads with the airlines. 
we uh, six years ago we didn't have any air service. Now we have three major airlines flying out of Worcester: JetBlue, American, and just recently Delta started service to the Detroit hub. So those investments are paying off, and as a result. People in Metro West and Central Massachusetts have a choice in air travel. It's so exciting. And when you think about major airports across the United States, actually all over the world, and they have this instrumentation, this wonderful um, Category 3 and other types of category landing uh, services that they're, they're in the airport, it does inc improve and increase uh, reliability so that they do not have to worry about delays or um, cancellations, cancellations, diversions, exactly. And so for Worcester Regional Airport to have this high-end instrumentation that airports all across the country have, major airports and all over the world, is a huge coup for the region to have an airport that is able to provide this level of reliability. Um, years ago, one of the reasons why we weren't able to see these major commercial airliners in Worcester was because it wasn't as reliable. And so um, I think it's incredibly exciting that now not only do we have three major uh, commercial uh, airlines, but you're getting inquiries from others about the potential of expanding their air service to Worcester. Right. Uh, airlines want reliability. Yes. Uh, their customers want reliability. <laughs> but, you know, going back to the airlines, it is it, it's an operational disruption uh, for a plane to divert to another city. Now you've got a plane in the wrong location. Now you've got the flight crews in the wrong location. It's expensive to have irregular operations for airlines. So... This new system is eliminating that problem for those airlines. And uh, like I said, it's paying off. We have airlines looking at us very closely now. And it's great. It's great for the community to know that for business and leisure travel, uh, they can really look at Worcester now. If we think about the, the significant reach that Worcester Regional Airport has, now the business and leisure travel community can look at Worcester not as a second choice, not as a third choice, but as a first choice, so when they're going to look for their air um, travel, they can go onto flyworcester.com Correct. and look at those. Um, look at Worcester as a first possibility. Um, so let's talk about the convenience, because uh, very often when I speak with people that have traveled out of Worcester versus some of the other major airports within, I would say, 50 minutes or so of Worcester Regional Airport, one of the things that people will say is, oh, the security lines are so long, or the parking is just so astronomical. And so that adds to the price, whether it's a time price or whether it's a uh, financial price of the cost of air travel. And, and at Worcester, you have so many other benefits. And maybe we can talk a little bit about the parking, and we can talk a little bit about the wait times, and, and just how that fits into the overall decision-making equation when someone is thinking about traveling out of Worcester. It, it all boils down to convenience. Yeah. And air travel today is a hassle, no matter how you deal with it. But when you compare Worcester Regional Airport to the other larger airports, that hassle factor is a fraction. Uh, over a million people live closer, a driving distance closer to Worcester than any of the surrounding airports, uh, Manchester, Providence, Boston. Yeah. Uh, so there's convenience, number one. You're actually closer to Worcester than uh, the other airports, whether you live in Metro West or Central Massachusetts or Worcester County. So there's factor one. The traffic mm -hmm. is a fraction of what 
you would experience going in on the Mass Pike, for example, into Boston. Parking, $7 a day, which is the lowest parking rate of any airport within the region. Mm -hmm. Compare that, particularly to to Boston, where easily $35 a day uh, if you want to park in close or if you want to take a shuttle, you're factoring more time to take a shuttle parking uh, ride. So you can park right in front of the terminal, right next to the terminal, and it's 300 feet from the terminal. Um, Very short lines, very friendly Mm -hmm. staff, and when you get up to the security checkpoint, Nobody's in line. So, you know, add all that up from a cost advantage and from a time advantage. It is, is the most you can't beat friendly it. You just can't beat it. Uh, airport around. Right. And so when you think about fa- families traveling with children, how perfect is that? Exactly. Uh, no stress. You, if the stress is getting out of the house and then all your stress dissipates because you don't have to worry about that additional stress at the airport and you can go away and have a wonderful vacation and then you don't come home into stress because you're coming into a very crowded airport, you're coming into, um, you know, just that whole stressful um, returning home situation and then it makes for a better transition back home. For business travel, everybody is always multitasking, doing so much and... Being able to leave your office or your home, go to the airport, quickly get to the airport, quickly get to your plane, quickly get off and um, into your destination, it alleviates so much of that pressure. And I think that is partly some of the reason why you're seeing such tremendous growths. Uh, I know that your load factors are very high and the the planes are populated. Um, with passengers, and you're not sending empty planes out there. It's just a very positive um, growth. It's a sustainable growth. Right. And with hopes, um, there will be more uh, flight times coming in so that people have additional options in the future. Exactly. And that's what we're focusing on now. We mentioned that other airlines are also looking at us much closer. We're providing those airlines as much information as possible to show how just how, how attractive not only the airport is, mm-hmm. but central Massachusetts as a destination for both leisure and business travelers. Right. So we're factoring that in, but we're also working closely with the existing airlines to, one, get bigger airplanes to uh, into the, the routes that they already fly, and more importantly, more fre- frequency so that passengers have options during the day to travel in and out of Worcester, that fits their fits their needs. Yeah, that's really great. And you also have a new CEO at the helm. Absolutely, that is so incredibly exciting. A woman leader who has really um, proved herself within the Massport community and has done some great things for the Port Authority. And now she's at the helm and has some great ideas for helping to move the entire Massport forward. And with a huge focus and commitment to Worcester. Absolutely. Do you want to talk a little yeah, bit about Lisa that? Lisa Whelan took on the reins of uh, yeah. the CEO very recently at Massport. She came up through the ranks, mm-hmm. so she knows how the, the authority operates. But more importantly, she's been out here a number of times meeting with business leaders, civic leaders, and, and various working groups to emphasize the fact that Worcester is a very ex- important strategic mm-hmm. asset to uh to the aviation industry in this in this area, right. no new airports are being built. Boston's growing. Uh, when I started with Log- uh, with Massport ten years ago, there were maybe 26, 27 million people flying out of Boston. They're going to break forty million forty million passengers this year. It's remarkable. So aviation in general is growing, 
And like I said, since there are no airports being built and Logan Airport's surrounded on three sides by water, mm-hmm. there's, op- there's some opportunity still to grow there. But why not provide options for the people that are living out closer? So yeah. Lisa sees the asset of, of Worcester Regional Airport and sees a future growth for the airport, too, based on the demand that's 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 growing. Absolutely. And if we put it into like a business terminology, Worcester Regional Airport is really a division of Logan Airport. It's a exactly. division of Massport. Exactly. And so you're still getting all of the phenomenal management that you get um, when you fly out of Logan. You're still getting the great airliners that you would get out of Logan. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of making a, a, a sensible decision as a person who is within reach of Worcester Regional Airport to make it easy and convenient for yourself to choose to travel out of Worcester Regional Airport. And I think the more that that word gets out, um, the more we're going to see as a community Worcester Regional Airport growing and more air carriers coming in, additional flights that are going to be added. But it does take a community. And you have been doing a great job at getting out there and really evangelizing this message um, to the community so that more people are aware of it. I, I think it's important to really share with our viewers what they can do to help Worcester Regional Airport become even more viable and more progressive as an asset to the region, to the community, uh, for both business and leisure travel. Uh, Very good point. Uh, As I mentioned a little earlier that uh, there are a million people that live closer to Worcester Regional Airport, but and Worcester itself has 185,000 residents. Mm-hmm. That 185,000 is not going to fill more airplanes. The larger airplanes are reference of more increased frequency that we'd like to see. So we're relying on the surrounding communities to consider Worcester Regional Airport first. Right. Uh, historically, you would get you, uh, travelers would get great discounts if they. St- fly in and out of the same airport and buy a round-trip ticket on the same airline. That pricing methodology is wrong, is is no Mm -hmm. longer in existence, I I should say. So when you go on Orbitz or Expedia or Travelocity or any of the the, the travel websites to uh, take a look, what we're asking people to do is simply look at Worcester first. Mm -hmm. If that travel uh, doesn't fit outbound, Take a look at it for the return, too. You may find yourself saving a, a family friend, a relative, or even a limousine service uh, cost uh, by being closer to Worcester Regional Airport to be picked up or dropped off. Right. Uh, and by being able to add those passengers on those airplanes, it will demonstrate to the airlines that people will be using the airport, will be using the airlines, and that's the key for growth opportunities. Absolutely, because it does take a community to pull this together. And so Massport is providing the airlines, they're providing the service, you're providing everything that we need as a region to have convenient air travel experiences. And now it's up to every citizen in our region, and I know your catchment area is very far and wide, Uh, to use the airport because the more people that will use the airport, the more it will grow, it will thrive, we'll get more convenience, more uh, more locations to travel to. Um, and so that is the word that needs to get out. And I think that I, our viewers at home need to really think about flyworcester.com to check out those options. I have talked to so many people that have said they have gotten phenomenal rates. Absolutely. Um, California. Um, through um, the New York flight. Um, so they've, they had a stop in New York, and then they'd make a transfer and go to California. Incredibly reasonable. Um, I, I just 
took my daughter home for the holidays. Uh, she's down in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And not only was the price better, but the convenience factor of me having to pick her up at Worcester versus <laughs> right. driving into Logan, it, it, it's, it's fantastic. It's unbelievable. And, and even if you're not going to the airport and you're in Boston, I know that if I have a meeting in Boston, I'm not on the Mass Pike by 3 o'clock, right. forget about it. I'm in traffic for two hours. And that's a very good point. Yeah. The, the convenience factor that we were talking about earlier, you don't have to put that fudge factor in of not knowing what the traffic's going to be like going into Boston right. or what the ticket counter line is going to be like or what the security line is going to be like. So you have to factor in yeah. that additional time that you don't have to worry about when you turn and head west to Worcester. Exactly. Now, we have some exciting travel opportunities that are coming up. So we've got Thanksgiving, which is the busiest travel time of the year. And then we have uh, the, ho the Christmas holidays. And, and then, of course, there's... Um, uh, spring break is coming up for oh, college yeah. students. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about, um, well, Fort Lauderdale and Orlando have been very, very um, successful. Right. And so, but also flying to JFK allows access to everywhere. And now with Detroit, it's easy access to the West Coast, the Midwest. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about those destinations and so that as people are watching and they're thinking about making their holiday travel plans and or they're thinking about going away in February during school vacation week or we have the college students who are thinking about spring break, um, how does all of the destination travel fit in to those mixes for our, for our viewers? Well, this is a very good question. We have, with the three airlines, we have a variety of flights. JetBlue has three flights a day. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, the two Florida markets, Fort Lauderdale and Orlando, and then a morning flight to uh, New York's Kennedy Airport, which returns late at night. So just looking at JetBlue first, you have options in traveling during the course of the day. be great to have a nonstop uh, to Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale in Orlando in the afternoon, mm -hmm. but some folks may say, I want to get a morning flight. Then take the JetBlue morning flight and make a connection to those right. same destinations at Kennedy. You'll be in Florida before noon. Mm -hmm. If you don't like the afternoon flight for the return, you can want to stay a few extra hours in, in Florida. Then take the flight from Orlando to New York's Kennedy, and you get in late in the evening. That's so a great point. That's yeah. the variety uh, that's being made available. The American Airlines flight to Philadelphia has all kinds of connections throughout the southeast, Midwest, mm -hmm. uh, Europe, uh, 19 destinations out of Philadelphia with American Airlines alone, um, and down to the Florida, Caribbean, uh, Latin American market. Mm -hmm. And now the latest uh, entry is Detroit that has uh, Delta flying daily to a west-east-west market mm -hmm. with their Detroit hub. There are plenty of uh, connecting opportunities throughout the West Coast, Midwest, uh, Canada, mm -hmm. uh, even the Far East. So, you know, those three airlines with those flights, five flights a day, we shouldn't just focus on the five destinations, Detroit, Philadelphia, exactly. New York, Orlando, and Florida. Mm -hmm. Every one of those airports have connecting opportunities with one-stop service globally. Exactly. And that's what makes it so great. It's that there's so much accessibility. You can get to where you want to go. You can, people that are traveling to visit here um, during for the holidays or for any reason, business, leisure. They, <laughs> yes, but this is a perfect time. It's so convenient it to is. get here now because of Worcester Regional Airport. And that's another key point I'd like to bring up. Uh, the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism did mm -hmm. a study, and the number of people that were coming to New England or Central or even all of Massachusetts um, 
we're coming here to visit family friends. 35% of the travelers coming to this area were here to see family and friends. So that's the other key message mm -hmm. for the catchment area residents that right. live closer to Worcester. Don't even think of your travel plans, but when you have a family or friend or business client, tell them to take a look at Worcester first because it'll save them a trip to one of the other airports to pick them up. It'll be exactly. a lot easier for the loved ones. Exactly, and so much more convenient for you, especially if you're picking them up. You have that extra hour plus time at home to get things ready, and it just really makes a huge difference. So what's on the horizon? I know that November marks a really significant and special anniversary with the sixth anniversary of the inaugural JetBlue flight, and you have a huge passenger milestone coming up, which is incredibly exciting. Um, so what else is on the horizon? What do you envision for the future um, if we were to fast forward to next year at this time and when we have you back on the show to talk about um, all the great things that have happened? What's great is we've got significant infrastructure, infrastructure already in existence at the mm -hmm. airport. So as we grow, we don't have to make the immediate growth uh, needs like expanding the terminal. Even though we did add two more jet bridges to our, our terminal, we now have four, a total of four jet bridges. But that, yeah, that terminal was designed and built in 1992 to accommodate upwards of 600,000 passengers a year. Mm -hmm. uh, we're currently going to break 200,000 passengers a year, and our target is about 400,000 within the next two to three years. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to make that kind of significant infrastructure to the terminal or even parking. Uh, so we don't have to worry about that. Our focus right now is trying to get more air service that we were talking about before, right. more variety for, for customers to be able to have out of Worcester. So you're really poised well for growth. Yeah. And even as we approach uh, the winter, you're ready to go with that. I know that you've made huge investments right. in your snow plowing services. And do you want to talk about that at all, um, just so that people know sure. how well equipped well, you're going to be. Well, yeah. well timed as we uh, see yeah. the snowflakes uh, falling yeah. in the not too distant future, yeah. uh, especially in New England. Uh, the cool thing is we can't, well, the tough thing is we can't control the weather. Mm -hmm. The good thing is we can control the conditions on the ground. You know, we talked about the instrument landing system that they'll be able to still land while it's snowing with low visibility. But once that snow hits the ground, Airplanes need a bare runway. So the authority, we invested over $4 million in snow removal equipment. This is the latest technology where the, the equipment has three functions. It has a huge plow in the front, a broom in the middle, and blowers to blow off any residual. We have a fleet of those, three of those, and with 24-foot wide blades, we are able to run up and down our 7,000-foot long runway and have that clear down to bare pavement in less than 15 minutes. So that goes back to the reliability factor right. for passengers and the airlines that, that demand it. Mm -hmm. uh, so a professional staff to operate that equipment year-round, and we even bring on supplemental employees to be able to handle that. They're all experienced. They come back every year. And it, we just have a great team out there to ensure that the airport's going to be a safe, reliable airport for the passengers that's, to fly. That's so wonderful. And let's talk about the team because uh, you lead the team uh, at the airport and you've been there for quite some time now and you're doing a phenomenal job. Why don't you share with our viewers what is a day in the life of Andy Davis like at the airport? I mean, you're just you're wearing so many different hats. Uh, managing that as a business sector for, for Massport? What's great is, you mentioned my team, um, they run the airport, and they do it 
almost like I can have them on autopilot, mm-hmm. <laughs> no pun intended, but, you know, I can depend that they're to, to, to depend on them to have a leadership role to ensure everything's being done in the safest, most secure uh, uh, manner. Uh, the Massachusetts State Police jurisdictional area covers all Massport property, so we have a great staff of uh, state troopers on hand 24 hours a day to ensure the security of the airport mm-hmm. and the passengers. And that gives me time to get out and have you know, opportunities like this to be able to promote the airport. Yes, and so you were at the Blackstone Valley Chamber of Commerce a couple weeks ago, and we know that you have this wonderful speaking tour where you're traveling all over the catchment area, really talking with people about the airport and its development and what's happening, and how has that been going for you? Very well. You know, when I go to these meetings and uh, business uh, functions and rotary clubs and, and whatnot, uh, a couple of questions I ask initially is, one, the first one is, how many people know about Worcester Regional Airport having commercial air service? And what has been encouraging is most recently I'm seeing more and more hands going up. And these are even in the outer reaches of, of, the, of our catchment area. And the second question is, how many people have actually used the commercial air service mm-hmm. And those hands are fewer, so we still have work to do. And, yes. you know, that's why we're going out to those communities because, you know, when, when I was saying earlier to take a look at Worcester first, the people that are doing that are finding it a great opportunity as an option to fly. And I hear, I hear some great feedback on that for the people that did try it and, and did try it on Expedia, if you will, mm-hmm. and did use the air service. We're, our, we're their first choice in air travel now. Isn't that phenomenal? And so that's so now we have to make sure that more and more people hear about it and more and more people try it. Because if you try it once, you're going to be a believer and you're going to keep going back. And it's so exciting. Well, thank you for doing such a great job and all that you. you do. Thank you for bringing air service to our region at such a high level. We're all very lucky. Uh, in central Massachusetts and beyond to have such a great, viable, and successful airport that we can rely and depend on here. And uh, we're looking forward to the continued growth and expansion of the airport and cannot wait to have you back uh, to talk about the new things that are going to be happening in a, in a down, down the line, whether it's a couple of months or whether it's a year from now. I look forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today for this episode of Top Growth, and I would like to thank our guest, Andy Davis, of the Worcester Regional Airport, and I would like to thank all of you for watching.